Welcome to the super excellent, not too serious, bike that goes nowhere podcast. I am Sheldon. And I'm Meredith. Meredith, we've just had Independence Day. Do you feel more independent? I am independent. I am free. I am a firework. How about you? Firework? I'm a firework. I'm more like a sparkler. You know, I don't have, you know, just a little fizzle. Fizzle and and then sad disappointment when they're done. (laughs) Oh, I used to love sparklers. I'd write my my name in the sparkles and then... You yeah. could actually, they wouldn't last long enough for my name. It's like S H E. Oh, shoot. A sparkle didn't <laughs> last long. I mean, I'll sparkle the moment. We're all sparkles. <laughs> Anyways, so that's uh, my Independence Day trauma. Um, yeah. But no, what did you do? What did you do during that uh, the holiday weekend? I did a lot of swimming. Um, my daughter okay. is. In your pond? In <laughs> my cement pond. <laughs> oh, um, cement pond. Cement pond. In Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> and um, my daughter's on the swim team, so she thinks it's fun to try to teach me to do um, uh, flip turns. And it basically oh. looks like, and she tried to teach me the butterfly, and it just looks like I'm waterboarding myself. It is More just like I, a moth. Oh my gosh, I have chlorine in my brain. Like it, she just laughs and laughs. So it's good bonding time. Um, and yeah. then we went and watched the fireworks uh, over Lake Ponca, and uh, it was a really Ponca, good show. Yeah. Okay. yeah, how about you? Went uh, we went to Baltimore, the uh, Inner Harbor, not mm-hmm. not the wire version, but uh, of Baltimore, with, but the uh, the uh, Inner Harbor version of Baltimore. It was fantastic. Uh, had a great time, actually. I forgot how wonderful it is there, that Inner Harbor area. Went to the aquarium and saw all the cool stuff there. Uh, my wife and I had some fantastic meals there and really enjoyed it. And um, then got to go on. Um, now, like some of the old, they have like old boats there. They have like a submarine and then like the uh, a, a big old frigate that used prior to the Civil War. Oh, uh, that's wow. there. You get to tour that and they fired their cannon off it. And it's kind of, it was just fun. We had a great time and we rode scooters everywhere. Like the oh. little like electric scooters, like yeah. the bolts or whatever. Uh-huh. We rode those things everywhere. We are like darn fools on those things. But we were, it was a great way to get around. And you didn't have yeah. to wait for Ubers. Just, you know, pay a couple bucks and you zip on the scooter and you get around town. It was cool. We had actually had a great time. And it wasn't too hot either. The weather was fantastic. Wow. That sounds like fun. I've, I've never thought about doing Baltimore for 4th of July, but you know, I'm not an East coaster. So, well, it's weird. They said they canceled their fireworks and, mm-hmm. and so it really wasn't hard to get a hotel or anything there. So it, oh. like they usually have a, usually have a big event, but it really, but we got there. So we weren't expecting anything. We knew there'd be some locals shooting stuff off of boats or whatever, but we got down, we sat down to dinner on the 4th of July around 830 or so, 8 or 830. And we're sitting at dinner and all of a sudden this full blown fireworks show happened in this part of the city. And it was like a full blown fireworks. Fireworks show. And I'm wow. like, some somebody changed their mind and and and, and dropped some money because that was not an amateur show. It was actually a full blown one, and or it was it was a nice surprise on the fourth. We didn't we weren't even expecting to see fireworks. Oh, yeah, I'm well, happy you know. for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you um enjoy the soccer games or the football as they say? Uh, I know your husband is. English. He is English. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, enjoy he enjoyed <laughs> very much the first um, half. Okay, um, very good. He, yep. and, and and most of the second half, and yes. then he did not enjoy the penalties so much. Yeah. Um, but yeah. uh, you know, it was a good game. Um, it, and I was really upset for him. Um, because yeah. I, I, you know, they haven't won since 1966. So I, I just felt so bad. And he goes, Oh, you know, I, I root for Chelsea. I, you root for your football club over right. your country. And gotcha. so I'm like, why do I even care about this game then? 
if you don't care <laughs> if you're not gonna cry why do i care this is true. It seems like a you, you kind of want to see him cry at least, you know. Well, I, I mean, he's an Englishman. I've never seen him cry. Oh, that's so, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. No so offense did you enjoy to our, our UK group. Yeah, <laughs> ticked off our UK. We do cry. This happens. Well, I was really rooting for England if that gets the UK people back and, and yes, just no, ticks no, off thank all you. the thank Italians. You, Meredith. Sorry, pull them back in. Sorry, Rosa and Jules. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just take there's off no, my There's friends. no echelon Ita- Italia, so we're okay. Okay, um, not yet. Yeah, not yet. Not yet. I'm sure they're not working yet. on it. Um, yeah, so lots of good stuff. But, but you know what I am really excited about? More so than football, I'm excited about our guest. I love our yes, guest. Our guest. Guest is, uh, again, one of the uh, the first, uh, first loves of echelon for us where we started the writing and she was one of the OG instructors yeah. and uh, was just immediately someone we all looked up to. And so I'm excited to, to talk about it. We're going to introduce her in just a second. One to 10, Meredith, your love of excitement. Uh, 12. 12. Yeah. That's impossible because I said no, one No, I don't follow but, the rules. Okay. This, this is true. We'll give it to you. She's so off we're the charts. Do that. It is off the charts. Yeah. And so go make your chocolate sandwich and get ready. We'll come back soon <laughs> to the super excellent, not too serious, Bike That Goes Nowhere podcast. We just here to have some fun. Let our faces feel the morning sun. Go to laugh and put on a Takes itself too seriously. Take a ride with Shelly Mayer on a bike that goes nowhere. If it's pretty clear to you, won't you be less serious too? Take a ride with Shelly Mayer on a bike that goes nowhere. Welcome to the Super Excellent Not Too Serious Bike That Goes Nowhere podcast. I am Sheldon. And I'm Meredith. And we have a guest that I can't wait to talk to. I would say this next guest is tough as nails, but nails ain't got nothing on her. As a lead cycle instructor at Echelon in Chattanooga, she lives her passion helping people live healthy so they can spend time doing the things they want with the people they love. Always inspiring, her rides challenge us to dig deep and find our best selves. Her own stories and ability to balance rigorous fitness routines and classes with being a wife and mom who homeschools, before the pandemic, mind you, four boys. <laughs> her raw and real stories of finding sobriety are drawn on from so many others that look up to her to, to motivation. We always find it when she looks at us and says, you're stronger than you think you are. It's my pleasure to welcome the magnificent, muscular, Jama Oliver. Hi, guys. Jama. Welcome. Hi, Jamie. I'm going like, to file that away and listen to it when I'm having a bad day. That makes well, me feel really show. good. Yeah. That's my superpower is intros. That's it like, is. I'm, and I'm, it's I'm all true. I let to talk from here on out. That's all I do. It's yeah, yeah. He just does the intros, all the editing, um, arranging everything. Um, oh, that's yeah. all? Yeah, that's, that's it. All. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a joint venture, they say. Yeah, we I show it. up. No, he makes it. me sound good. It's good. It's all yeah. good. Well, we, Jamma, thank you for joining us. We We adore you and love your classes they're always you know we've ridden hundreds at this point and uh we're so happy to have you on the show so thanks being here we appreciate it 
Thank um, you. Yeah, absolutely. And I want to just kind of roll in, you know, not everyone knows your path, uh, Tashley. You, you post a lot on the Instagram about certain things. You tell us the stories in class, but tell us, how do you, like, your journey to fitness, first of all, and then fitness to Echelon? Well, um, <laughs> believe it or not, I actually was not even remotely athletic or fit by any stretch of the imagination growing up. Um, I didn't start really doing anything athletic at all until I was in my late 20s. Um, I was scrawny and awkward and super uncomfortable in my own skin. Like I avoided PE. I never played sports. Um, It uh, 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 Not my thing. Not my thing at all. Um, But it was after my oldest was born. I gained 65 pounds when I was pregnant with him. And much to my dismay, I did not come home with a 65 pound baby. I just came home (laughs) um, fat but also with a baby. And it's <laughs> so unfair. I know it's not fair. Like I fully expect, like you eat for two, right? Right. Yeah. I just thought that you got to eat for two like full grown adult humans. Yeah. And you can, that's... you can do that, but you just get yeah. super fat. And that's what yeah. happened. Um, so I knew that I couldn't crash diet, which is what I had always done before. Like if I wanted to lose a few pounds, I'd just stop eating whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. But I, you know, I had this baby to take care of. And so I had to figure out something else. Um, So I had a friend that was a cycle and yoga instructor. Mm -hmm. And she kind of held my hand. She just had a baby as well. And she held my hand. This was in the days before my fitness pal. Um, And Mm -hmm. she taught me how to like write down the important nutrition information from all the food that I ate and like add it up like in a notebook. Um, So I started out doing that. She got me walking and just pushing the baby in the stroller. And although I used to say that I would only run if I was being chased, walking (laughs) turned into running. Um, She talked me into signing up for a 5K and that was all she wrote. I ran that first 5k and was like, oh my God, this is awesome. Um, so I went from 5k's to 10k's to half marathons to a marathon. Um, I found that this was how I could hang out with my friends. I mean, this is how, you know, I could get together with other moms and we could chit chat and be active together. It was my outlet. Um, so, I mean, I spent, gosh, years many years um running I ran through pregnancies I joined a gym I started doing insanity and taking cycle classes and um I did CrossFit for a little while it just became something that kind of became a part of my life um it was stress relief it was um time that I could spend on me and I didn't feel guilty about it because it was healthy right um and then we moved to Chattanooga um, the okay. way that happened is the company, I'm, I'm not bitter at all, at all, but the company that my husband had worked <laughs> for for 11 years laid him <laughs> off when our youngest was eight weeks old. Oh. Oof. So we had bought yes. our dream house. We were settled. We were, I mean, like we were good. And then he got laid off. Um, mm. So we ended up moving to Chattanooga where I didn't know anybody. I didn't have my running friends. I had no idea what I was going to do. And so I thought... What, what took you to Chattanooga? I mean, where, where were you before? Uh, we were in Jonesboro, Tennessee is where okay. we lived. My husband's a software developer and there just okay. aren't a lot of technology jobs in Northeast Tennessee. Right, right. Um, Chattanooga is very, very technology driven. Um, so he was able to find a great job here. Um but, of course, we moved. We had no family. We had no friends here. Mm. Uh, I didn't have my buddies that I could run with anymore. And my first thought was, well, 
I, we were broke because I mean, you know, he had been laid off for a while. And I thought, well, maybe if I could get certified as a fitness instructor, I could at least get a free gym membership. Smart. So strange I, it motivates us, isn't it? Right? Yeah. I just wanted to be able to go to the gym for free. Um, <laughs> so I found um, the Alpha Group Fitness certification. I scraped together the money to get certified. And as I was looking online for job openings, I saw one at the Chattanooga YMCA for mm-hmm. a pedaling for Parkinson's instructor. Well, That's my right. mom yeah, yeah. had Parkinson's disease. I had right. been working with her um, and living with and learning about Parkinson's disease for almost 20 years. And so I nearly broke my hands, like trying to get the email sent fast enough to get that job. Right, right. Um, and sure enough, I went in, I interviewed and was hired practically on the spot. Um, yeah. So that was my very first fitness instructor job. Um, was teaching pedaling was for Parkinson's. This was in 2016. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. So it's not that and long ago. Not that now. long ago. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. That's incredible. So it I all think started. That people are just going to be fascinated with that. Yeah. Yeah. It all started right there. Just, um, you know, kind of took those two passions of, you know, fitness that I had come to love and then Parkinson's. I mean, it gave it a purpose. It wasn't just like getting your beach body, you know, it right. was helping these people be able to continue to move and to live and um, to enjoy their families. So that really is what kind of planted the seed for fitness being more than losing the baby weight, which is great. Clearly I needed it for that. Yeah. Um, But it showed me this whole new, this whole new way of looking at fitness as something that you do to live well. Because you talk about that. You talk about functional strength, um, being able to lift the bag of dog food, being able to, you know, there's there's other reasons besides looking good. We all want to look good. We all want to. My, you know, kind of reasoning that I've come to is that I want to feel good. I want to do the stairs and not feel out of breath. I want to, you know, put Mm -hmm. my jeans on and they button easily, no matter what size they are. I want them to, you know, button easily. Yeah. And um, that's really what Echelon and what you instructors have helped me realize is actually the more important thing. And I can lift the dog food and I can lift the dog, you know. So true. All those I things. mean, it, before I started Echelon um, myself, I knew it was time when I'm sitting here putting my foot on the stairs and trying to tie my shoe and having to hold my breath. To be able to tie my shoe. Right. You know? And you're not old. I mean, you're <laughs> old, not but old. you're not that I'm old. I'm not an old no. person. No way. It, it was the, it was just like, I'm like, okay, this doesn't feel good. Right. I'm not yeah. happy. I want to feel so good. Yeah. I just wanted to feel, you know, normal again and start to feel like, you know, things, things that should not feel hard feel normal. And, um, right. and that was the b- big motivation. So just, you're saying it, uh, you know, I'm just kind of repeating what you're saying there, but it's, it's one of those things that when, when you get to that function back and you start to re- recognize what it can do for you, you become empowered and you just yeah. say, okay, now I don't want to stop. I just want to keep going. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And really, I mean, that's the thing that sold me on Echelon. Um, yeah. I was one of their very first instructors. They started recruiting instructors in uh, late summer of 2017, and it was um, a friend of a friend that sent me the information about the audition. Um, and I went and I auditioned, and I, I talked to um, Nancy, as the one who met with me, oh, yeah. watched my audition, mm-hmm. interviewed me, and she said, 
we want to build this platform for real people. We want Mm -hmm. moms and dads and, you know, working people, people that are just living life to be able to see instructors on the screen that they can relate to. And so the fact that I was a mom with four kids and homeschooling pre-pandemic, you know, caring for an aging and ill mother, all of those things were a positive because it's stuff that like normal people deal with. And so to be able to see me on screen being successful while doing all of those things gives everybody else the hope like, oh, maybe I can do that too. And I mean, that's exactly why I signed. Like literally that day, I was like, where do I sign? I'm in. Yeah, like this is this absolutely. is my jam. And, and I'm and so glad you just so said grateful. that. <laughs> yeah. Me too. I'm so glad you, yeah, I know, really. But I'm so glad you just said that. It's like what they wanted this platform to be was the you know, real people. Because I this whenever I describe um, Echelon versus Brand P, you know, I, it's always like, well, you know, I looked at both and I saw models on bikes and I saw people that I could, I can relate to and that are also fit in, in, in great shape. Oh but yeah. I can tell they're genuine. I can tell they have you know they 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 live life and have the same types of lives that most of us have. So I know that's that's the person I want coaching me and being with you know pulling me through my journey. I I can't relate to that other other side of that coin. And so um some people want that. And I'm like that's why they exist, right? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But for me it's like yo, know, we have People who are still beautiful and still Strong. brilliantly athletic, mm-hmm. but they're also, you know, someone you could walk up to in the street. And we do, you know, as soon as we talked about <laughs> we this do. before, when we come to Chattanooga, it's like, it's not a, you know, wall of, of, of distance between us and instructors. It is a, give us a, you know, when, when pre-pandemic, whatever it was, you know, give us a hug, mm-hmm. come see us, come, come join us, come have a, have a, uh, uh, dinner with us whatever it is right have a vegan and- gluten-free chocolate chip cookie that was divine at Jameis house so yeah, yummy i gotta make some more of those you do <laughs> where was i and that happened i'm, I'm jealous now. <laughs> no but i think what you said to just kind of point it out again um is that a lot of those things you mentioned having four children homeschooling having mm-hmm. a job outside the home as well having an ill parent that you're taking care of having a a partner husband that you hope to have a good relationship with a lot of times people are like that's why i can't exercise these are barriers these are obstacles yeah. and here we have real people saying hey i work a full-time job you know we got we got brian and amy they they work full-time jobs and they're teaching uh, i'm sure they're tired at the end of the day they still come in and bang it out and it's an amazing ride for all of us so mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. kind of um and and you're not superhuman. You guys share your weaknesses, especially you. You're so good at being, you know, vulnerable and putting it out there. And that helps because when you see the Instagram fitness models and everything's perfect in their life, you think, well, of course you're fit and everything. Your life is perfect. You have a nanny. You well, have a nanny. You have a chef. You're doing yoga in Belize. Come on. I can't relate to you. Not even you know. a little bit. I wish I no. could. I can't. No, but, but- but let's but let's be honest. When you peel back the onion on those people, their lives, you know, I think that's the facade they're putting up, and that makes oh, that fools the rest of us. Yeah, into and believing I, that that is, you know, and that why that's why so many people say I can't have that. Right. Whereas our echelon instructors, particularly you, Jama, are, are like, look, this is what it's really like. It's not easy. This is, I, I'm some, I'm stressed. 
I just like you, I got four boys, and you know, one of them asked me for a chocolate sandwich uh, and, all the time. You know, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that's an inside joke, guys. We'll get to the chocolate yeah. sandwich in a minute. Yeah. Um, but it's you know, and it's not easy. But you get it done, you, and, and you know, and you and you show us that to me is the the biggest gift. Yeah. Is you all show us that you can still be healthy and have fitness. You don't have to be a fitness instructor to, to, to yeah. you know, you, but you can achieve your goals uh, with, you know, just like our other normal people, like Jamie, as a, a normal human yeah. being that just does this, you know, exceptionally well. Um, she does it and shows us how. And I think that to me is the biggest gift you guys give us by opening up and showing us what's behind the hood. Absolutely. And you don't have to do it perfectly. I mean, no. sometimes I eat garbage and sometimes I get up early to work out and end up scrolling TikTok for an hour instead. And then the kids <laughs> are up and I'm like, well, shoot, you know, like, I mean, that stuff happens, but it, it doesn't ruin my day. It doesn't ruin my week. It doesn't make me throw in the towel. It just makes me go, right. okay, so I missed that workout. I either get it done later in the day or I don't. I mean, yeah. it's it's real life, and it's what everybody deals with. It's just that a lot of times fitness professionals don't reveal that they're actually dealing with that as well. Exactly. Right. And exactly. You've, you've showed us the way to give ourselves grace and to ask for help when we need it and to realize when there's days that today is not going to be a PR day. Today doesn't even need to be – PR doesn't even need to be in my vocabulary. I'm not setting records. I just need to get on the bike for my mental health. Um, to see my friends, to say that I did, even if it's just 10 minutes um, for me. Um, and I, I think that's so important for people to see because otherwise it's important to make it up. last. You know, yeah. if you're going to do this long term, and I mean, that's what it's all about is staying fit and healthy for life. Right. If you're going to do it long term, you've got to be able to give yourself grace. I mean, the fact of the matter is we're all going to age. We're all going to slow down. We're all going to reach the point where PRs are not going to happen anymore. Then what's your motivation? Right. Yeah. One of these right. days, yeah. and I mean, it's not today. It is not yet. But one of these days, I am not going to look good in a bikini. It's going to happen. <laughs> so what's my motivation going to be? I don't believe it. I believe you're going to be Helen Mirren and you can be 100 years old. I'm not saying she's that old. And you will look great I'm in a bikini. I'm just telling you, I look fabulous in a bikini. I'm know. sure you do. <laughs> I am sure you do. Exactly. Fabulous is relative, right? Yeah. Oh, exactly. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, so let me ask you a question, though. Okay, so giving yourself grace. Mm -hmm. is 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 excellent it's, it's something we should all do what about when we should give ourselves a little more kick in the butt you know because oh, yeah. that's the other end of the coin right because if i i can say i'm giving myself grace and and you know grace turns in, into an entire sermon of <laughs> of me <laughs> making up excuses of why i don't want to work out and it's very easy to do. I mean, we all have fallen off the wagon of, of, mm -hmm. of exercise. I mean, I, I fell off the wagon of exercise for 15 years uh, before I got back into it. Um, and so I think it's important to, how do you motivate when you start to say, okay, maybe that's a little too much grace. And when do you recognize that point? 
accountability, accountability, accountability. Um, yeah. And I think that's one thing that Echelon does really well is we have this incredible community of people um, that come together. And even as instructors, I notice when people aren't showing up to class and I'll send them a message mm. and just check in, oh, wow. like no guilt, nothing. Just, hey, I've been missing you. What's going on? Um I've had, of course, right now it's my job, so that's my motivation whenever I I decide that I don't want to work out anymore. Like, I still have to go teach a class at 6 a.m., so I'm going to be there. Um, But before, before I did this as a profession, um, my Mm -hmm. best friend, Jen... Uh, Jenny on the Dunn on the leaderboard. I tell a lot of stories about her. We've been best friends for a long time. Um, She is the person in my life. I do not recommend that it be your spouse because you will likely just get angry at them. Um, Jen has been my person for, gosh, more than 10 years now um, to give me grace, to let Mm -hmm. me slide for just a little while. And then she comes in and we have what we call the come to Jesus meeting where she says, it's time to get it together. Um, yeah. She's done that when it's come to fitness. She's done that when okay. it's come to life. She's did that when it came to my drinking. Um, mm. She has always been somebody. We've all got to have that person um, to yeah. just come in and say, babe, I love you, but this is a mess. What are we going to do to fix it? Um, oh. She's also the one who coined the phrase that I now use is you get like two minutes to go cry and then come back and decide what we're going to do to fix it. Like you Mm. can go feel your feelings. You can be sad about whatever's going on. You can be mad at yourself for screwing up. And then you come back here and we figure out a plan. Um, So I think having people to do that for you is absolutely critical. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's, she sounds like a great friend. She's awesome. I'm a big fan. Yeah. 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 I mean, um, it, it was, you, I think I saw. Do you post about her recently? Did she get married? Oh yeah, she got married back in March. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I do like to take credit for that, by the way, Um, because we should. For real, uh, we were best friends yeah. in Johnson City. Uh, whenever my husband got laid off and we moved to Chattanooga, um, she was like what am I doing here? Like family's not here. Uh, my best friend just moved and she'd come down to visit me a couple of times. And then she sheepishly was like, so is there any way that I could just like live with you guys for a little while? And of course I was like, sure, that sounds fun. Yeah. And then I checked with my husband and he was cool with it too. Um, so she actually moved into our- Like there was a choice at that point, right? I know, right? He knew better. So she moved into our bonus room, um, found a job here. And yeah. then met the guy that she just married. Um, there it is. So you're Thank welcome. You. That, that's totally Add crowd. matchmaker that, you, to you, your you, resume. Absolutely. You're welcome. Yeah. Add that. Matchmaker. Fantastic. I love it. Oh, my gosh. Um, and, and, Jamie, you, you mentioned something a second ago, like, when it came to your sobriety and, and moving mm-hmm. into that space and how she, apparently she was a motivator in that space with the whole come to Jesus there. So and it's also something you're very open about and talk about. Um people i think struggle with these types of things every day whether it's whether it's this you know, whether it's alcohol drugs whatever it is we all can fall into these traps and tell us a little bit about how you you were brought you brought yourself out of this and and what role i guess fitness or the world played in that or if any so um i have struggled with mental health since I was like six years old. Um, I was always, you would have called me an anxious child. I was a very anxious (laughs) child. Um, Like started getting anxiety headaches at the age of six. 
I mean, I was always wow. just the weight of the world was always on my shoulders. Um, mm-hmm. It also turned out that I had undiagnosed ADHD, um, which was very mm-hmm. difficult. I was the kid. I mean, you know, this was in the 80s where girls didn't have ADHD. Um, right. But looking back, I clearly That's had ADHD. Yeah. Um, so I think the the anxiety, um, the ADHD, um, all of that was just kind of led up to me trying to figure out how to quiet my brain, um, how to feel like I fit in. It just seemed like, you know, everybody else fit so effortlessly. And like, I'm there going, why does this not work for me? Like, why, why am I not like you guys? Um, so I actually started self-medicating at 12. Um, yeah. Anything that I could find, um, pills, um, alcohol. My dad always had beer around. Um, started drinking regularly at 14. Um, by my senior year of high school, I was taking um, vodka and orange juice to school every day, just like in my little like water jug, um, because it, it, it allowed me to sit through class. It allowed me to not feel so unbelievably out of place um, with all of these people that seemed like they were normal and I didn't feel normal at all. Um, That led into um, a cocaine addiction when I was in my late teens, very early 20s. Um, I ended up getting away from that. Um, That is a whole other long drawn out story that I won't get into right now. Um, But I moved from Knoxville back in with my mom got clean, um, met my husband, got married very quickly thereafter. Um, and I mean, I would stay clean and sober for, you know, stretches of time, but I never got to the root of why I was seeking substances to make myself feel better. And so there was always, there was always something else. I never drank or used drugs when I was pregnant. Um, but you can rest assured the day the baby was born, I had a bottle of wine beside me, like as soon as I could. Um, and I always thought like, well, if I can stop for nine months, then I'm not an alcoholic. Like this is fine. Um, Mm -hmm. I had a stint of, uh, opiates. Um, you know, you always get pain pills after you have a baby. Sure. Yeah. Um, I also had a back injury that gave me access to a lot of pain pills. I mean, that made life awesome. You know, like I was able to just numb and I had all this energy and I could just go, go, go again, never realizing a, that it was a problem, or B, why I was doing it. Um, yeah. So it all kind of came to a head when we moved to Chattanooga. Um, one of those come to Jesus meetings was when Jen came up to visit, and she looked around my house. I think we'd been here for, gosh, a couple months maybe, and we still had moving boxes stacked all over the place. And she comes in, and she was like, "What? what is going on? Like, this is, this is not you. What's happening? What is wrong with you? Um, we didn't really talk about my drinking at that point, but she could tell that things were not mm-hmm. quite right. Um, once she moved in with us, she realized really quickly that um, gotcha. things were not awesome. Um, yeah. She kind of stayed with me, supported me. I know my husband was really worried there for a little while. And I mean, all this time, I mean, this was 2017. You know, I'm teaching at Echelon. I'm teaching at the Y. Um going to church regularly I mean I am like a high functioning alcoholic like I was rocking and rolling um finally New Year's Eve um 2017 into 2018 my husband was out of town um 
playing drums with his band. And I had all these great plans for like um, fun things that the kids and I were going to do to ring in the new year. I had games. I had like, um, I think we had little bags that I was going to open every hour to like keep it exciting. Um, And I ended up getting absolutely blasted yelling at the kids and passing out before midnight. So I woke up the next morning and I was like, that's it. I'm done. I'm done. I can't can't live like this anymore um and I haven't taken a drink since I was real quiet about it for a while I didn't want anyone to know because I was like I've been here before I've quit before um if I screw it up I'm going to be embarrassed so I'm just going to keep my mouth shut um but by March it was uh St. Patrick's Day I I kind of dipped my toes in the water I posted a little something on Instagram about a non-alcoholic drink that I was having um, and somebody that knew kind of my story reached out and was like, do you have something that you would like to share with me? And I was yeah. like, I think I quit drinking. Yeah. Um, you know, and that was the start of it. Like support just came rolling in. Um, yeah. I have since said that Google needs a feature that if you ask, am I an alcoholic or uh, is my drinking a problem? It should just immediately say, yes, go get help. Yeah. If yeah. you have yeah. to ask, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. I spent months and months and months Googling, am I an alcoholic? Do I have a drinking problem? Hoping that Google would like give me some kind of answer that said, oh, you're fine. And Google's a jerk. I'm just telling you right now. I really wish it had just been like, yes, girl, you got to (laughs) stop. Well, it's so hard. And you've touched on this before that, you know, drinking is so part of our social culture and it's normal. And people really, unless you're firm with them and food addiction as well. You know, people will, they're like, Oh, well you can do it just this once or you can have just one drink. And it's like, no, you don't understand for you. You can stop at one or two or three. And maybe I can sometimes. And then maybe every once in a while, I, I don't realize I never stopped, you know? Um, I mean, that's, that's the reality for some people. So we can't treat it all the same. And, and I don't think, people mean to be like that but it's it's hard and it's hard to share it you know because you Mm. don't want to be judged like you have a problem um it's not your fault you have a problem you know it's 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 wild like as long as I don't have any I'm good as long as I never touch it I'm fine. But if I have one, I'm going to drink everything in the house and then I'm going to drive probably drunk to the liquor store to get more. And then I'm going to continue drinking until I'm unconscious. And no matter how many times I would say I'm only going to have one glass of wine, it was literally never one glass Mm. of wine ever. Yeah. It just that one little bit just flips a switch in my head and I, I have no clue when to stop. Um, so I think I wrote a blog post a while back about, um, if you ever see me staring at you when you're drinking, it's because I'm trying to figure out how you do that. Like, how, <laughs> how do you just drink one? I, like, I don't understand. It's fascinating. I, my husband still drinks. I mean, like, we have beer yeah. in the house. My husband will sit down and have one beer, maybe two. And I'm just like, nope. <laughs> yeah. As long as I don't do have you- any. Do you know, we look at you the same way when you're like in your kitchen and you're like, I'm cooking and I'm going to do some push-ups for fun while this is cooking. (laughs) We, you know, we sit there going, how, how do you, how do you do that? How do you make your arms do that? 
So it's just the opposite. I can, only, honestly, I can or... only do one. I can only do one of those. <laughs> we have much to learn from each other, right? We exactly, do. Right? So what did you replace that with? What did you, I mean, you had fitness already. I mean, because I'm thinking there's probably some people recognizing themselves or maybe have had the yeah. same issues or, you know, maybe are Googling, am I an alcoholic? Can I quit anytime I want? Or they're having some blackout issues. What, I mean, you did it, I'm sure, I'm putting words in your mouth, but your kids, you were like, I'm not doing, this is not how I'm going to motherhood. This is not what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so I look back and I'm just, I'm embarrassed. I'm, I'm yeah. just embarrassed. Don't, Thankfully, don't, like, don't be. Yeah. It's, it's, they were young enough that they had no idea. Like, right. yes. I, I will never forget that. I was like two years later and um, Jonathan, who's my second oldest, um, we were talking about, you know, that night or whatever. And he was like, you were drunk? Mom, you got yeah. drunk? And I was like, oh, Lord, child, yes. Oh, my goodness. You had no idea? No idea. <laughs> They're so innocent. None. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think the big key for me in um, getting and staying sober is getting to the root of why I was doing it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. It, it was 100% that I just hated feeling my feelings. Um, mm. I, I, I feel things so intensely um a lot of that is you know adhd it's anxiety it's depression it's um just being a person that's um emotional and i hate it (laughs) um i firmly believe that you should be able to like bury all your feelings down deep inside and just leave them there but it doesn't work i've tried (laughs) it doesn't it doesn't work with food or drugs or alcohol running away or any of that stuff so frustrating um so i had to spend time figuring out um, how to feel my feelings. It -hmm. it sucked. Um, But music. Uh, Yeah. That was one of my questions for you is about music. Because I know you you gravitate to like kind of emo-ish, you know, kind of... With a little bit of Dolly. Avant-garde music, yeah. But tell me, how does that, how do you use music as part of your, uh, your, I call it therapy, if I can better term, but part of your uh, treating of of, of your emotions and, because you bring it to your class as well. And so how does it fit in your life? So it used to be that, um, you know, I firmly believed that as long as you didn't drink before 5 5 p.m., like you almost said 5 a.m., as long as you don't drink before 5 p.m., like, you're good to go. And so yeah. I would wait until 5 o'clock, and then I would pour um, my giant, like, bowl of wine, and I would cook dinner. It was just what I did every night. Um, and so I had to figure out some way to, like, cook dinner without the booze. And mm-hmm. so I realized pretty quickly that music could change my mood music can change everybody's mood it's incredible for kids if everybody's in a bad mood turn on some music have a dance party it's amazing um but I realized that music could change my mood and so I started listening to music whenever I cooked dinner um so that was helpful in kind of getting me over the hump of like well what am I going to do if I'm not drinking wine while I cook while I cook dinner um and then in listening to different music for my classes um and, you know, knowing my husband's musical background, um, mm-hmm. I kind of started gravitating toward, um, I guess they're really referred to as pop punk bands, but they were before the pop got so heavy. Um, so yeah. like Newfound Glory, Hawthorne Heights, 
um, the used, a lot of those like original um, pop punk bands. I started listening to them. And then lo and behold, I found My Chemical Romance. And as I'm listening to the lyrics, I'm like, why are they in my head? Like, what? Mm-hmm. why do I feel these lyrics? So, Like, I'm a 40-year-old woman listening to, like, emo music. I mean, like, what? why does this resonate with me so deeply? Um, and it turns out that um, apparently Gerard Way lives inside my head somehow. Um, <laughs> it's like because being he, John Malkovich. Yeah, it's <laughs> utterly bizarre. Um, he and I have dealt with a lot of the same problems, anxiety, depression, substance abuse. Um, we feel more deeply than maybe we should. And mm-hmm. so through his lyrics and then, you know, that driving musical sound behind it, it is such an incredible way for somebody who doesn't like feeling her feelings to get those feelings out um you know so pretty much any afternoon if you come into my kitchen while I'm cooking dinner I'm getting all of the emotions of the day out by listening to this music and like nine times out of ten it's my chemical romance because they do such an incredible job of expressing these things through storytelling so it's not quite as intimidating um it's not like weepy emo it's not music that like makes you cry for crying sake it is very much like these deep dark inside parts of every human that just come out and then you feel better yeah I love it. I love it. I Music while cooking. I mean, I have a sign in my kitchen and it says we dance in this kitchen. And it's not just I know word signs. But, I have you know. <laughs> There's one behind me. Yeah, I love it. I love it. There it is. But, yeah. Um, yeah. So but it's true. I mean, I will put on music while I cook and I am dancing and the girls walk in, they start dancing too. And it's just okay. beautiful. Music yes. is what feelings sound like. It's a giant sticker on my water bottle. It's perfect. Um, I mean, that's what it is. Like for people that suck at feeling their feelings and are even worse at expressing those feelings, man, music does it. Yeah. It does. So how does music... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead no, you go ahead. Uh, um, so how do you bring that into your classes and, 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 and the selection of music that you use? Now, do you get to choose... As one question. Do you get to choose the genres that you use... And if you do, how do you choose when you bring it into a class? Um, Most of the time, yes, I get to choose my genres. There are times where I'm tasked with like a special project. Um, Mm -hmm. Once I had to teach a jazz class. That one was rough. (laughs) Um, On the bike? Yes. It was. You got to find it. It's it's on demand somewhere. Find your beat. Well, there was no beats it's jazz oh my god yeah it was a lot but like i mean i love music so i was like absolutely i will make this happen and i did yeah um so yeah like nine times out of ten i get to pick the genres um a lot of times it is based on i mean i want to i want to offer some variety because i know not everybody likes the same kind of music um a lot of times it just kind of has to do with my mood i don't Mm -hmm. often feel like happy pop music um, but yeah. sometimes I'll throw it in there just for a change of pace. Um, sure. And then, I, honestly, I just follow I follow my moods, you know. If I pick yeah. 90s alternative, um, I'll kind of think back to, that's when I was in high school. So I'll think back to high school. Like, what was I listening? I was listening to the Smashing Pumpkins in high school. Got my Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, nice. I got your shirt on. Nice. Um, 
you know, and so I'll kind of bring that in. And then um, once I put a playlist together, that's when I kind of sort it um, by BPM and then figure out how to plug it into the drills that I have roughly outlined for class. You know what? And your taste is so good. I remember we actually rode in studio um, when I came for the first time to Chattanooga and you had a nerd rock ride. And I was like, I'm there. I'm there. And my friend Jules, who rides, was like, she's hip hop. I think you maybe maybe also had like an LL Cool J ride or somebody did. I don't know. And that was more her style. And um, she did that nerd rock. And she's like, who is that? I like like all of those songs. So. I mean, you, you you turned her into a Weezer fan. She's like, I don't know. What's a Weezer? Oh, I, I love don't know. Weezer, yeah. <laughs> I love Weezer, yeah, yeah. too. Fantastic. And um, yeah, it was wonderful. So that is one That's of the most saying. fun things about the job is getting to share the music that I love so much and mm-hmm. finding that other people like it, too. Yeah, it's so much fun. like I've gotten so many videos of people like singing along to My Chemical Romance And it just makes my day. Or people that said, oh my gosh, like I hated all this pop punk nonsense when you started this series. And now I'm kind of obsessed. Like it's so much fun enjoying this so much and like bringing other people on board with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's fantastic. Meredith, I only fuel this well-oiled machine with the best. Why you ask? Why? Because my body is a temple. Even if it's just the Temple of Doom, <laughs> I, need, I need a meal replacement. That's the real deal. The bee's knees. The genuine article. You know what I say, don't you, Mayor? Yeah. You know what I'm saying. I do. You do. Yeah. That's why I only choose cachava. It's 100% plant-based protein, 17 greens and veggies, 25 grams of protein, 26 essential vitamins, minerals, and only 240 calories. That's it. 240 that's, That's incredible. That's incredible. And you know what else, Meredith? It comes in cheeseburger flavor. I wish it comes in <laughs> chocolate or vanilla, oh, but okay. it tastes it tastes great. It actually tastes great. You know, no more chalky, crappy texture like most meal replacement shakes. No bull. Just awesome taste and real nutrition. Now, while they may not be a sponsor, Aww. they are fan. It's okay. They are fantastic, and I recommend that if you want a meal replacement, you give them a try. Chocolate vanilla flavors so you can mix it up, Meredith. Mix it up. <laughs> learn learn more at Kachava.com. Kachava Mia Replacement. Non-sponsor. Um, I want to ask you, again, so your, your life is obviously one that has to be well prepared. Because you have so many things and so many obligations with your children you have four, four boys and i'm sure no, no, I, i'm sure they're easy you know, I, you know <laughs> yeah. It's be easy. yeah yeah <laughs> but one of the things you talked about in your podcast once I, that i found i found it fascinating uh, their podcast by the way is uh you, you just you do it with megan it's a, a dynamic on the daily and I'll make sure i mention that and um about your preparation with workout clothes Yes, my clothes bags. I got to talk to about this because I mean, to me, people always said people always make excuses about about time and oh, uh, it's I got to get ready to work out, blah blah, and they'll throw their hands up and they'll say, oh, that's why I didn't work out today. I I have my stuff ready, whatever. Explain to people your process because I found this fascinating. Okay, so part of it is the fact that I have ADHD, and one of the things about ADHD is um, we're really bad with object permanence. So if I can't see a thing, it ceases to exist. 
right? Mm-hmm. So like my husband was helping out with the laundry and I couldn't find any of my t-shirts. And I was like, dude, where are all of my t-shirts? And he goes, did you look in your drawer? And I was like, why would I do that? And he was like, (laughs) (laughs) because that's where you put your clothes. And I was like, no, 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 no. Because if I can't see them, they don't exist anymore. Like you can't, you can't do that to me. So here's my process. And this actually, like, it's great for ADHD, uh, but it's great for anybody. It makes laundry so, 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 so easy. So I have um, a whole bunch of, um, like, delicates bags, like little zipper delicates bags. Just ordered them from Amazon. And so, like, I have my whole workout outfit, leggings, socks, sports bra, and shirt. All right? And so when I take it off, all of that goes into the delicates bag all together. Toss it in the laundry. It gets washed. It gets dried. Whenever it comes out of the dryer... We open the bag, dump it out, fold it, and it goes in a gallon Ziploc bag. Literally just like a plastic Ziploc bag. Fold it up, put it in the bag, and it lives in my bathroom closet. So that when I get up in the morning, I go in, I pop in my contacts, I drink my Spark. Bam, my whole outfit is there. No digging for socks. No, oh my gosh, I don't have a sports bra today. Like it's all just right there. And I can see it so that I remember that it exists. You it also makes that morning. That's also important. Right, right, right. Yeah. And it makes things yes. easier on my husband too. Like whenever he does the laundry, there's no like, yeah. what does this go with? And he doesn't do anything crazy yeah. like put it in a drawer. Or give mm. it to your is kids. He, my or give it to my kids. Yeah. Is he a good matcher? Does he does he match the ensemble pretty well for you? Well, that, I mean, uh, like, we just don't even have to worry about it. Or is this a beggar's can't be choosers here? We right? go from one bag <laughs> to another bag. That's all he's got to worry about. Oh, I yeah. see. It's already in the bag. Yeah, I got it yeah. now. Oh, it stays uh, that's, together. You know what? Yeah. That's yeah. that's actually. I think I think you've. That's a pretty pretty serious workout hack that people can can adopt. Here. It is. You may have started something. They should they should pack it. They should make this on Amazon. Like you have like even with hey, days. Don't give on, the idea away. This is Jama's million dollar idea. This is her retirement plan. This will air for a few weeks, so you can you can, uh, so can, uh, trade can work the, on this now. Build, build, yeah, you, you get you get a window. <laughs> I also do this for my younger kids, by the way. Yeah. So that way yeah. they don't end up like so they looking match. ridiculous. Yeah. So yeah. they've got like right now they've got shorts, underwear, and a t-shirt in bags yeah. in their drawer. They actually can use drawers because they remember that they exist. Um, yeah. <laughs> but then they grab them and they've got a whole outfit. There's no like I can't find any underwear. It's in the bag. So I bet it's this like adult grow well. animals. Yeah, for travel as well, because yep. you, I don't know if we can mention that you like won an awesome trip and your whole family just went on vacation with four kids, oh my gosh, to Disney. Yeah, we totally did. Um, awesome thing about that, by the way, is that my um, sister-in-law and her husband live in Jacksonville, Florida, and so they drove down and met us at Disney and then ended up staying. Oh. So we had four adults and four kids, which made the trip uh, way easier. Luxury. It was amazing. So favorite ride. So I ended up um, not riding as many because um, Eli, the five-year-old, we kind of traumatized him. And um, so every <laughs> every ride that we would go on, he would go, does it go like this? Like he would make an arm oh, motion, bless. like going up and down. Oh, like, is it going to, yeah. is it going to go up and down? So he ended up not riding a lot. Of the ones that I rode, the rock and roller coaster was my favorite. Mm. Cool. And then gluten-free options. I know <gasps> you were eating your way through Disney. So oh best snack. Amazing. Tachos. Oh. In Hollywood What's- Studios, 
there is Woody's Lunchbox in Toy Story Land, and there are these things called tachos. They are tater tots. Oh. Okay. Nachos. You, you, so you it's got like, me already? I know, right? So <laughs> tater tots, like chili, cheese, sour cream, chives. So, I mean, it's like nachos, but made with tater tots. Mm. Brilliant. Phenomenal. I like the sound of it. Yeah, I have like some regrets. Time. Like, I <laughs> ate my portion as well as the rest of my children's portions, and it was hot, and I did not feel awesome for the rest of the day, yeah. but it's yeah. worth it. Jamie, <laughs> I give you grace. Thank yes, you. Yes, we give you grace. You're welcome. Yeah, we were You're forgiven. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, it's, it's echelon church. I give you grace. Thank oh, you so yes. much. You're forgiven. We have heard your confession. For your confession, I give you grace. <laughs> uh, go do tw- go do twenty Tabatas as your penance. Yeah, done. <laughs> done. Done. Yeah, she, done. She probably done. Done. Done before six a.m. I'm good. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. Um. So, uh, question. Tell us something about you that our listeners don't know. Wow, I'm kind of an open book, Sheldon. Like I you, can't oh, even I know. imagine. I, I debated asking that question, but I wrote it down, so I have to ask it. Sheldon's very regimented. I'm very regimented. We know about your bedtime. We know, like, we right. can't even get you to stay up past nine a.m. to like Zoom with us because you're about like, your I'm favorite in my PJs. Movie. Ooh, favorite movie. Favorite movie. It's yeah. a Wonderful Life. Oh, like, hello, movie house. Oh my gosh, like Christmas <laughs> or not. Yeah. It's a wonderful life. And I think, honestly, like, part of the reason that I love that movie so much is because of, um, you know, that interwoven suicide story. Yeah. I mean, oh. that just has always resonated with me. Like, being able to see what the world would be like without you. Yeah. I mean, that has always just been fascinating to me. It's not something that I picked up on as a kid. Right. right. But as I got older, I was like, whoa, I mean, that's heavy. And I yeah. love it. I absolutely love it. I could watch that movie right now. Love it. Yeah. 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 That's, that's I acted that movie out once. It turned out the world was better. It was, it was terrible. <laughs> no, <laughs> stop no, it. Not true. I'm joking. It's never I'm joking. better. Never yes. better. I, um, I, I have a Ask similar. Ask my ex-wife that question. Yeah, one of my favorite movies <laughs> is um, What Dreams May Come. And, you know, it also has a theme to it. It's very heavy. And it's like, why is that? Because there's redemption in the end. Because yeah. there is understanding. And because you're not a lost cause. And, be- and yeah, it makes me cry every time. It's still a really feel-good movie for me. It's weird. Get those feelings yeah. out. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So, so, Jamie, you are what's a lead at Cycle instructor um, at Echelon. Can you explain what that means and, and how you interact with the other instructors in, in your role? So, I like to say that I am like um, the Connect Bike Mom, right? Okay. So. A big part of my job is being is leading by example. Um, so I've got to be able to teach the classes and teach the formats as they're written. As okay. Echelon is expecting these classes to be, that's how I have to teach it so that I can be the example. Um, but then another part of my job is watching the classes from the other instructors and making sure that they're teaching an Echelon class um, and not something else. So I do give feedback. I offer... Mm-hmm. Um, coaching I offer oh my gosh that was awesome um but 
not so much like fix this or you're going to get fired, but hey, I want all of us to be excellent because if we are all excellent, it just makes Echelon better. So Mm -hmm. what do we need to do to make sure that we're all excellent? Um, Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I take care of everybody. I um, sure. try to make sure that they're doing the job that they're supposed to be doing. And if they're not, we figure out why and I help them fix it. Um, so I'm very much the, the echelon mama. Oh, Even okay. to Janet, who is older than me, and Brian and Amy, who, by the, who are older than me. <laughs> just mentioning that. <laughs> I'm sorry, was there debate about this? Calling them out. <laughs> I just want to make sure. just want to make sure. Everybody knows. Okay, this is how we are now rating echelon instructors. Are they older or younger than Jema? <laughs> I don't know. I'm afraid that there's not enough exactly. that are older than me. <laughs> you are um, all wonderful. And, every- and we've, we've talked about this before is that, you know, of course there has to be format. There has to be, because when someone says what's a fusion ride, they need to know what they're getting into or what. And of course, ride your own ride, whatever. But there does need to be some cohesiveness for sure. And standards. But, Everyone is also allowed to show their individuality, to bring their own flavor, and people can find what works for them. I mean, and that's, you know, I, I think the Echelon's done a great job with that. We don't have cookie cutter instructors. Right. We don't and have I mean, cookie cutter classes. No, not at all. And I mean, that's one of the things that I really try to drill home to, especially newer instructors, is that, you know, we've got these formats. If you're going to teach a power class, this is what it's going to look like. And you've got to get this information out in your intro. And you've got to say these things whenever you're closing your class. Mm-hmm. But that's your foundation. What you build on top of that is what makes it yours. That's your music. It's your stories. It's your talking points. It's, um, you know, the silly little hashtags that you end up like branding as your own. We've got fear the bun. We got keep it cute. Like all of this stuff that just shows the personality of our instructors. But they've got Mm -hmm. that foundation that says this is an echelon class. You're getting an echelon workout. But then we've got all this personality on top of it. It's really cool. Yeah. It really is. That's why we keep coming back for more. Yeah. (laughs) So what's your favorite length of class or favorite type of class? I mean, I love speed. I do love speed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't see many speed rides anymore. What's up with that? I don't think they're as popular as some of the other formats. Um, Interesting. It is an important part of the programming, though. Yeah. So we've got a few sprinkled in. I still have a speed ride on Friday mornings. Um, I think Nicole might still be teaching a speed as well. Every once in a while, I'll get on a 20-minute ride, and it's a speed, and I'm like, what did I do? But I need to work on it. So I I I don't want those to go away. I don't. Yeah, I like them when I can find them. It's hard for – timing has always been weird for me to find them. Yeah. And then we've kind of got the cadence, the cadence that's brought in. And a lot of times it's with speed and then movement, which, you know – I feel uncoordinated as all get out, yeah. but I oh, me too. really enjoy the challenge. <laughs> I think if I had, if I had to pick just one, I think it would be um, probably the Endurance 45. I mean, that has kind of yeah. become like my signature ride. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason that I like it so much is because it's my opportunity to really teach, um, yeah. to, to remind people that not every workout has to be so hard not every workout has to be about racing the leaderboard getting a pr you know collapsing in a puddle of sweat when you're done um 
building base fitness is hugely important whether you're an athlete or somebody who's just trying to maintain fitness as you get older. Um, and so that's really my opportunity to remind people, hey, this stuff is important too. Rest is important. Recovery is important. Riding at nothing more than a challenging effort is important. And plus I get to like play around with the music a lot in those, which is fun. Yeah. And it has been brought up on the board numerous times. I have seen people respond to other people. They're like, what is my flat road? What do they mean when they're talking about this? And everyone, I always see a comment, ride Jameis 45 endurance and you will learn what your moderate, easy, all your different, she will teach you. And so I just want you to know that is obviously getting through because people are recommending it to newer people. So keep doing it. I love that. I love that. I mean, it's so, I like to say that um, I, I don't ever want you to stop coming to classes because it's really fun and I want you there. But my goal is to give you enough knowledge that you could do this on your own. Um, so, you know, if you take an endurance ride and you figure out what your moderate and your challenging are and you figure out how to get into those zones at different cadences and resistances and you build that to your fitness level and your goals, you don't need me. I I want you to come because I like you and I want to see you, but you could actually maintain your fitness on your own at that point. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, I want to no. give you the tools that I want the accountability. Yeah, you've got to hear accountability. Need, I need Jamie to say, "Can you do this?" And the answer is always yeah. yes. yes. And I'm like, exactly. Oh, she's right. Because That's it, the rule. otherwise, the answer is no. So yes, I know what you mean, though. So you could do a freestyle ride if there wasn't something available that you wanted to do, or yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. So, um, what's exciting for you that's coming up? in the future of Echelon. Uh, Now, this episode won't air for at least four weeks uh, or more. So is this something you can talk about within that span without uh, spilling the beans beyond that? What can can you tell us? We'd love love to hear something you're excited about. So I can't um, give specifics. Okay, fair. um, There are new music partnerships um, that are in the works. Um, not That's only um, a, a, a catalog expansion, um, mm. but also specific musicians that are um, coming in to work with us that are going to be, you know, sharing their catalog, collaborating with us. Um, we've got one in particular that's going to be coming in really soon. Um, it actually may happen before this podcast airs. Excellent. Okay. Um, and then there's some more that they're work on, working on. We've got um, a music supervisor now who is working um, 100% on negotiating with um, music labels and artists and is yeah. really making some headway in saying we are a, a, a legitimate company. Here's the way that we're proving to you guys that we're using your music well. Let's mm-hmm. work together. And, and yeah. introducing it to a, a wider audience. And I mean, exactly. Jules is a Weezer exactly. fan now. What do you right? know? Right? So. <laughs> so. Building the army. The yeah. army love Weezer. So, yeah, exactly. I think that's the most exciting thing for me. I mean, like we've that's already talked fun. about yeah. how much I love music. That's going to be great. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm really excited. Yeah, as an instructor, that's going to be fun because it opens up your possibilities to express yourself in, in your workouts, right? Yeah, and I think great. that's gonna that's gonna be fun, and we're gonna have fun too. Because I think music is something that's again for some people it's definitely more important. I mean, honestly, when it, 
I can I zone out. Like you know, I love music. I'm a huge music fan. But when I'm writing, I completely zone out from music. I just go. Yeah. Uh, but some people, it's like they won't take a ride if it's music they don't think they like. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I mean, whatever works for you. So it's, it's definitely important. So I'm glad they're doing it. Um, yeah. One more one more question on on your your role um, as as a, a head in, in instructor. That do you work with any of the overseas? Uh, places that are opening up now. Are you going to be working with them, engaging them? Yes. So uh, the most oh, exciting fun. on that front was um, the UK studio. So yeah, I was yeah. actually able to come in from the very beginning and see um, all of the auditions. Um, I was able oh, wow. to offer input on um, who was hired. Um, and then I was actually able to train all of those UK instructors and get to know them. Um, they fantastic. are fantastic. 100% got my stamp of approval from beginning to now they're actually teaching live classes and they are all absolutely fantastic. Um, we've got France and Germany as well. Those instructors were already hired, um, but I've been able to work with them as well. I'm reviewing their content, um, offering feedback, interacting with those that speak English. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> Working with the other ones through an interpreter. Uh, so I feel like I should know more French and German at this point, given the amount of time I've spent watching their classes. But exactly. like, it's still just... But you've got the German connection with a friend of yours there, right? Yes. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Exactly, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's been super, super fun, getting to meet yeah. these instructors from, from all... Well, meet them virtually um, right, from all right. over the world. That's been so great. that was Very a question cool. I had was that if you could tell Echelon to open a studio anywhere, where would it be? Mm. I mean, we've well, already right. got some great get, places. And, 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 so where yeah, do you, you know, get to right? go instruct them? Yeah, you, you would get to go like visit too. So we've got, I would love to go to London, but I mean, of course, we've already got one there and we've mm-hmm. got... Okay. Um, Paris. We've got Germany. I would love to go to Australia. Maybe Sydney. There you go. That would be a there cool place. Go. Echelon down under, mate. Right. There we go. That would be fantastic. <laughs> exactly. I can get on board with that. Maybe Sydney would be a great place as long as I get to go down and like help open the studio. Yeah. Does yeah, the wheel like spin backwards in that one? In the, in the Does it go backwards? <laughs> Maybe. You have to pedal back. You never know. I've never been there, so I can't prove it otherwise. Right. Just saying. It's, Just it's saying. possible. <laughs> it is anything Fantastic. is possible. Yeah. Okay. We've we've taken up plenty of your time, but we have one more little game that we play. It's called Three Questions. I have three envelopes or envelopes, depening on your choice of word. Uh what's your camera? Uh, we broke you can pick one, two, or three. <laughs> one, two, or three, and I read the question inside the envelope. Um, I have to go with number two because I like even numbers. Everyone has a friend. There it is. There Everyone you go. Oh, that's an important thing to know about Jamie. But this is more. Oh, but yeah. three is more like a community. That's true. <laughs> but then, like, you've got the middle child, and like somebody might feel left out. This is why oh, she has four kids. This, exactly. Even I, I numbers. Got Everybody's got to have a buddy. Okay, two it is. Okay, the question is: If you had to write your own personal definition of the word success. What would it be? <sighs> I think really, really simply, um, I would define success as loving well. No matter how you end up doing that, be it through family or your career 
or through friendships, through your community. Um, I think at the end of my life, if I have loved well, if I've left a, a string of people who feel better because I was here, then I'm successful. I love Agreed. that. 100%. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't say it better myself, even though I would probably try. Oh, yeah. I totally <laughs> think you should try. But. <laughs> I love it. No, that's a great, that's yeah, a great, great that's answer. Great. Well, Jama, let's talk about just quickly, let's promote some things for you. You've got your, your podcast with, 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 with Megan, which is Dynamic of the Daily, which you already mentioned. Facebook, it's Jama Oliver Fitness. Instagram, it's Jama, J-A-M-A, underscore Oliver, underscore fitness. TikTok, same thing, Jama, underscore Oliver, underscore fitness. Anything else you'd like to talk about or promote? <laughs> I think that's our cue. My, like, my family cue. just walked in the door. Mom, mom. Here we go. Okay, so wait, is anybody going to ask me for a chocolate sandwich? That's the question. There Did it you hear is. it? <laughs> yep. Chocolate Perfect. Yeah. Right on cue. Yeah. I mean, we did say that we were going to. So it's usually yeah. Eli, my youngest, Eli who's five. We did sandwich. say that we were going to talk about that. So I feel like we need to mention it really quick. Yes. It yeah, please. would not matter. Like, I could have just lost a leg in an accident. I could be like yeah. bleeding out. And Eli would be like, Mom, can I have a chocolate sandwich? Yes, chocolate sandwich is like white bread with Nutella on it. It is not anything <laughs> fancy. It is white bread with Nutella. But li- like my husband will FaceTime me. I will be at work. My husband will be on the phone with me. And Eli will pop in and go, Hey, Mom, can you make me a chocolate sandwich? I'm, I'm not there, dude. Like, <laughs> kids love you chocolate sandwiches. Make it, so you realize make that it, for and his then bir- eat it for in his front birthday. of it in front of him. Just sure, exactly. I'll make you one. So for yeah, his birthday, that's the thing. Just yeah. And so we went through this whole thing where like people were on the leaderboard writing as chocolate sandwich or make me a chocolate sandwich. It's it's really stuck. <laughs> it's taken off. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny it, i think uh, I for his it. birthday you just need to give him a box with a loaf of bread and something to tell on a knife and say go to town kid yep that's your, <laughs> your birthday present i love it exactly <laughs> exactly jama it's lovely lovely seeing you and talking to you yeah. in person again uh i hope we get to see you in, in person again if i make it down to chattanooga sometime soon so i would uh, love that it's so good to talk to you guys yeah great yeah, we'll have you on again you. soon uh, thanks so much. Thank you all for joining us for the super excellent, not too serious, Bike That Goes Nowhere podcast. Welcome back to the super excellent, not too serious, Bike That Goes Nowhere podcast. And Meredith, we've done it again, haven't we? Absolutely smashing yeah. episode well our guests our guests has done it again yeah yes. i mean we always, we're just lucky we're two lucky people that have great guests absolutely and our our interview skills are exquisite yes i always ask questions like what is your favorite color <laughs> no but seriously Jama was so open with us and told us so much about her journey that i yeah. thought i'd heard a lot because i you know, watch her Instagram. Yeah, She's very open yep. and, and talks in class about things. But I still learned more. And yeah. I just think that's so insightful to know where she's been and what she's come through and what she still works through. And mm-hmm. just a fantastic um, guest and instructor and person. True. I mean, she just truly exemplifies, uh, you know, overcoming adversary 
yeah. uh, adverse situation. Sorry, uh, you know, flipping over your life, uh, you know, from 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 just tough places. I mean, you know, people we've all had our challenges, mm-hmm. and she's just a perfect example that you can really overcome pretty much anything, right? Yeah. Um, you know, not, you know, not to to just to, to sound cavalier, but but I mean, she came from some pretty dark areas, you know, for, in her life, and she's really done. Uh, you know, you you look at her now, and you're like, "Wow, uh, caterpillar, caterpillar, butterfly type situation." Oh yeah, yeah, because of everything she does, like you know, four boys and homeschools, yep. and she was working for the Y, and she was doing the pedaling for Parkinson's, and she was teaching at Echelon, and now she's lead yeah. instructor at Echelon, but she still has her family obligations, and yeah, you know, she she could just sweep all that under the rug and be like, "Yep, I'm here and I'm great," because she is. Yeah. But she wants. She could lead the Instagram life, yes. right? You know where oh, everything sure. looks perfect, right? And yeah. that would we'd all be, oh my god, she's so great and awesome. Yeah. And she is because she doesn't live that life. Yeah, she's even no, more she, awesome. She yeah. absolutely. She shows us what's underneath, behind the behind the curtain of Oz. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a there's a hardworking mom with yeah. four boys. You know, obligations and and self doubt. Like we, you know, yeah. to me, that's the most. You know, it's the most real part about her is that she she lets us in on the fact that it's not all roses and butterflies here. You know, yeah. I she has gremlins. She has that voice in her ear. That you know the, the the doubt, and she works past it, and she's it, through the through accountability and through hard work and through just persevering, she is doing this, and we get to see it and live it, and we get to use it as an example because we all have it. Yeah, and to me, that's the greatest gift, the greatest yes. gift of all. Shared experience. I think we all have a bit of that, and I've heard it from instructor after instructor and different guests we've had. Um, it's like imposter syndrome. You know, mm-hmm. you feel like you, you you really haven't earned your place or you don't belong there and you do. And and having that yeah. doubt to drive yourself forward and using it to propel you and to share with others and, and lift them up. I think that's why this community works as well as it does. We get the example from our instructors, our leaders. We do. And, and you made a yeah. great point during the interview. Uh, you were talking about you know, removing excuses yeah. Uh, you know, and, and taking down barriers. I mean, you talked about that and, and I think it was a really good, good point. Cause it's like, you know, we can always, it's very easy to say, I can't because, or, right. you know, I'm not going to today because, and, um, it's so easy to just step off that path of moving forward because that's an easy, they're easy outs all around mm-hmm. us are easy outs. And, you know, uh, you know, by by following the examples that we're given uh, through not just our instructors, but our, our, our members, right. You know, yeah. watch them as well. I think, I think we can all lock our arms and and make it through just about anything. You know, yeah. there was a, 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 someone on the, on the page recently whose husband died suddenly mm-hmm. and um, you know, a, a writer that's a big part of our community and, and very connected to a lot of our people, like in the, uh, um, uh, sorry, the uh, what's what's the good group? vibes um, spinning? Group. Yeah, thank you. Good mm-hmm. vibes. I want to say vibes. great Try. vibes. That wasn't right. Yeah. yeah, the good vibes. And you know, and I just saw recently, you know, Amy, who's who's part of that group, uh, was up there with her, yeah. like with you know, and they had and to get together. Back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and you know, it's that's what it's about. Yeah. You know, persevering through things like that, and you know, God bless Amy for for doing that, and, and all the people that rallied around her 
uh, uh, the the writer, and I, I know her name. I, I don't want to out her name here. Right. You know, yeah. It's, it's Privacy. Not, not but she is that, very but, inspirational. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And um, you know who you are, and so you know we're here for you as a group and, and a community. And uh, y- you know. It, any anything you need, we got you, and so yes. uh, that's pretty much. We'll leave it at that. Um, so, the other things with Jamie, I just there's so many things we could just go down the list. Um, one was that whole power of music. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think you know, every lots of people like to say, "Yeah, I'm a music lover." Jamie is a music lover, right? And she like she gets into like her like my chemical romance is like right. her jam and you know yeah. and you know it it motivates her in a, in a very different way that i've seen some from other other instructors frankly it's it, it just even more so with her how it integrates it and, and connects to her lyrically i think the lyrics are right. very important to her. it's not just the beat it's not just yeah. the, the fun funky melody or whatever which are great and that's yeah. one reason uh, i love music for sure but yeah, yeah li- listening to the lyrics and applying them to your life or your own experience and that's art that's not it just, is yeah it is and, and it's also just it, uh, it's how music connects to mm-hmm. you right yeah so many uh, even on the page today i was looking at someone and someone's saying you know i just want to listen to my own like hard driving beat music and i'm like okay that's fine i mean that, that's if that's what mm-hmm. you need for you great but i part of me i guess i enjoy the amount of energy and the the connection the songs have to what the instructor is trying to convey yeah right yeah to me that's part of the show it and, is you know and while sometimes i do wish the music could be like louder or something you know they're working sure. i know i know the app they're working on that stuff to make yeah. it so we can play with that that volume a little bit um and, and just a little pro tip it works better if you have bluetooth headphones mm-hmm. it, the music does sound richer um just a little Good pro tip know. for people if they want yeah. yeah you know but um it, the thing about that, though, it's like I love the, to think about why did they put this particular song? And sometimes it may just be a random thing. Oh, it worked for beats for a minute. But I know some of the instructors actually go deeper than that. And I love we're doing more of these, uh, like the Lady Gaga ride, right? Oh, yeah. And, and how Danny was so connected to that album mm-hmm. and those songs. Um, yeah. And the, the great story that with And Brian as well, when he, he, he is a, a lover of music. And has a lot of stories. And when you're writing with him, he'll throw these little like tidbits in there about the song that he's just kind of picked up on on his way. And I just kind of love that part of it. And I guess I wouldn't mm-hmm. want that to be disconnected from no, from because like yeah. N- Nicole and Brian and Amy are all real good about sharing their concert experiences and kind of taking you there into that time and that moment in life. Um, I think that's why I gravitate to to Brian and Amy, especially because we're around the same age. And so yep. it's like the the songs that really kind of pump them up and, you know, college year stuff. I'm like, yep, right there with you. So, but it's all good. Even no matter what decades they do. Eden did a yeah. 70s mixtape the other day and it's one of my favorite classes I think I've ever done. I, I don't know if it was just hitting for me that day or what, but it was fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Jamie talked about something else that um, resonated very, very well with me. And that was the whole concept of when she won, when she first joined Echelon, the way it was described to her was, you know, it's a build a platform for quote, real people. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm real people. 
I'm real people, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, and I guess it's interesting because it, it, if you step back and, and and look at the fitness world, right, the whole genre right. of the fitness world, you're like, okay, that is not usually the formula, right? Yeah. The formula no. is formula is aspirational beauty. I right. guess, right? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, 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 Tall, maybe it's thin, li- models, but strong. I mean, uh, you know, yeah. I mean, Jane Fonda had muscles, you know, right. but um, I, I really dated myself there. Um, <laughs> but, and you know, they have not- calves and leg warmers. <laughs> <laughs> Feel the burn. But I am exactly. not, uh, I've never had that body type. It's kind of like me with yoga. I had to find some really yeah. good yoga teachers to make me realize that I do have a yoga body because uh, yeah. my body can do yoga. Um, right. I don't have to be tall. I have and a yogurt willowy. body. Yeah, a yogurt body. <laughs> Are you squishy? Squishy. And, <laughs> Are you a gogurt? It will go gogurt. Oh dear. Yeah. Sorry, we sidetracked. No, no, sorry. Get back. We need someone to like focus on the stick. We do. No, but I think um, the only instruct, the only fitness person I can think of that maybe fit that mold was like Richard Simmons. Oh gosh, right? yeah. Well, no. Yes, think about it, he, though. I mean, and he who he wanted in his shows. He he had real people on real there people, with him. Right, yes, right. You so are maybe correct. now again, yeah. now that's a the, to me that's going a little to the other extreme. Mm-hmm. Like when we look at our instructors. Our instructors are in are fabulously beautiful people, but just again, just a little more real than say some of the other fitness groups that I've seen. Like you know, we have like the moms as well. Yeah. People, we don't have not everyone is is. 20 and on Instagram model, right? And right. that's okay. I mean, I mean, I think I love it so much more that we have people who who have had day jobs and have day jobs mm-hmm. and are now also have also in fantastic shape yeah. and are teaching us and coaching us. And so I love that that was where they originally wanted to go. So I think we, we talked about this at maybe last show or two shows ago as well, but it, to hear it resonate again with Jama was like, yeah, yeah, we that's exactly what it is to us. And that's, that's why, why we love, we love it. it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I, I, what I took away too, that is something I've been really working on. Um, right. Not every ride has to be all out. Not every mm. ride has to be a PR or PB, however you want to say it. Um, butter, and it's right. interesting because our pals, um, Moxie and Allison did an fantastic episode on the post-race cookie cast about um like the 80 20 method and like 80 percent of your workouts really shouldn't be hard 20 percent should that seems kind of backwards Um, but i've really and some other people have noticed this too on the page you know i've been working more on speed instead of mashing um Mm -hmm. i'm getting stronger i'm getting faster i'm starting to hit those outputs that I used to only be able to hit by putting that resistance up. Um, so when Jameis said she loves the speed, I'm like, you know, I'm, it's growing on me. It's, yeah, it's because you, yeah, um, I'm never going to be the fastest on the bike, but That's okay. you don't need to I'm, be. Uh, it, I'm challenging myself because honestly, you know, it was getting too easy the other way. I wasn't really yeah. work. I'm sweating more now than I ever did. It could be Oklahoma in July. Um, yeah. but <laughs> it, it's just really a different workout. So it, it is tricky. I, I'm with you on that. Um, yeah. I've started mix. I think we've talked about a little bit. I've started mixing mm-hmm. my things up a little bit as well. Um, still it's like, I, I struggle when I do get on that echelon bike, I, I, I am a victim of my output. You know, I, I, I love, I do, I compare it to myself mostly. I right. don't compare it to sure. other people, Yeah. but I, I do, I'm, I'm, I am 
driven by it. And it's yeah. like, you know, I need to get my head out of that game a little bit more. Um, but it's it, that's why I started doing some other things. Like I do some running now and I do yeah. some other outdoor biking to, to mix, to get myself away from the numbers sometimes. Absolutely. And it, it, it helps me balance a little bit and, and not just worry about it. And Cause I know again, the, the output comparing it to others is an illusion. You're, you're, it is. The, the, the factors, you know, the way that's calculated is an illusion versus comparing it to other people. It just, you, you can't do it. It's not apples to apples. It's there to help you motivate yourself around with those around you and push you and drive you. And it mm-hmm. does a fantastic job of that. But if you start hanging your hat on that and, and trying to use it as your gauge to be fit and to be, to do, right. to grow in the right way, you might step into some traps. So listen to the instructors because they, they talk about this. And they have certifications and they have formulated yeah. this ride for a certain reason. And um, since I've been focusing on listening more and, and doing the speed and stuff, I can hit those cadences at the, they're giving ranges of resistance right. and I can be at the top end of that resistance of that range mm-hmm. and hit those cadences. And I mean, it's, it's such a sense of accomplishment to me because I'm yeah. actually, I'm letting them lead me instead of just thinking I know yeah. best. Why would I yeah. know best? But. I know, I know <laughs> it, it is tricky. I mean, listen, I'll speak it from as, as a victim of doing it myself. Same. It's like, yeah, sometimes I ignore and just crank away, you know, hey, <laughs> so, if you've had a bad day at work. I want, Mash some days it. I need to do yeah. it. Yeah. Some days I need to mash like it's a bucket of potatoes. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I would be wise to listen more and follow the the instruction. And so I think, um, you know, do as I say, not as I do, as I say, not as I do. Right. Yeah. And um, but listen to them because they are crafting those classes for a reason and mix the class types up. Don't always do a power. Don't always do right. a hills. Do the do the fusion. The fusion's a great mix of stuff, right? Yes. And so, yeah, but there's all Indian Duros. I mean, mix them up. And uh, listen, oh, that is your uh, uh, echelon lesson for the day, Meredith. <laughs> the more you You're know. You're welcome. You know, the more you know. <laughs> and, <laughs> all right. One more thing I had on Jamie that, again, I think was a, a, a very good lesson. And this goes back to your removing excuses. You get two minutes to cry. Yeah. <laughs> And then you get right. to work on figuring and, it out. Yeah, yeah. And Jama talked about her friend that that really drove that into her. So, okay, look, now what are you going to do about it? Yeah. Uh, it's, you don't, it's, and, it, and it gets fine. It's fine to yeah. pout for a couple of minutes and sure. get it out of you. But you're right, you know, buck, you know, suck it up, buttercup, and, and, and let's get this done. You can't uh, wallow. In the end, you can't, you can't sit in your own self pity or else you're just never going right. to achieve what you need to do. Uh, that's a really good takeaway for me. For sure. Uh, anything else on, on, on Jamie? I think uh, for me, just I love I, I just love her so much. She's an amazing inspiration to me. Yeah, I think that the fact that she has to give herself some grace too, and that sometimes yeah. she uh, make plans to do a workout and doesn't because she is a very disciplined person. But I think also COVID hit and more responsibilities hit, and she has kind of shared that that kind of threw her world Mm -hmm. you know out of whack and she had to kind of cut back some on her you know things that were really rigid yeah and um but you you don't you just do it the next time you don't say well i'm done for the week because i missed this one workout i mean she that's not even part of her right right um persona at all yeah 
For sure, so, for sure. Yeah. Well, let's make uh, make sure we give a couple shout outs for the things that she works on and does. Yes. Obviously, you see her on the Echelon app as mm-hmm. uh, she does a lot of early morning rides as well, but just mostly morning rides uh, is, is where her schedule usually takes her. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, but also, uh, she does a podcast um, uh, with uh, Megan Hannawald, and it's called Dynamic on the Daily. Uh, so make sure to check that. Some great episodes there. It's uh, her IG and her TikTok, which I know you're a big fan of, Meredith. I love is, it. Is uh, Jama <laughs> underscore Oliver uh, underscore fitness, right? Did I get that right? Jama yeah. underscore Oliver underscore fitness. And then um, I know she's also on Facebook and all the other places as well. But make sure to follow her and, and, and do all the things that you do in the social world, you, you kids. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> give her some love and, and attention because um, she's great and her she, she, a lot of great posts and, and, and facts and information she gives in there as well yeah good stuff okay let's talk about other things in the world um news let's do some news competitor news i love talking i i like adding this segment in because i like to talk about the world of connected fitness because we too. are the bite that yeah. the bite that goes nowhere we podcast are? but not just echelon though yeah our world we welcome is everyone echelon. We, we love Echelon the most. Yes, but we love Echelon the most. So we like, you're like, a, you know, everyone else is Cinderella and the other stepdaughters we love more. Oh, okay. <laughs> is that backwards? No, no, no. Cinderella was not liked by the, by the stepmother, right? Right, correct. Um, that's right. Everyone else is Cinderella. Maybe that's not the good analogy. Let's move on. Um, okay, other other news. Um Brand uh, brand brand P uh, is is doing a few things out there. The Pelotons, right? Uh, they'll be releasing uh, news has come out. They're releasing a, a, a thing that competes with Tonal. You ever heard of Tonal, Meredith? Yes. What that is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like a, a digital uh, weightlifting is what it is. Right. And I believe uh, Peloton is going to be releasing something as well that will compete with that. Uh, should be interesting because Tonal has kind of really carved a little niche for themselves in that field. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if Echelon is thinking or something along those lines. That's like one piece of equipment they haven't got in the arsenal. They actually have a pretty good you know, arsenal yes. of equipment. I wonder if they're, if they're thinking about that. I don't know. And would you get yeah. it? And would you get it? Um, Probably not just because I already have something that hangs on the wall. I've got my reflect. And so what if it replaced the reflect had all the reflect stuff plus digital weights? Well then, yeah, I might do it. You might get it. So do you weight lift at all normally? I do just with like the boot camp rides and I do some upper body strength and things. Um, that's that's the most I do, and the rower. That's my little yeah. bit of arm workout. Sure, um, sure. I've never been a fan of lifting weights, but I right. do like to do a twenty minute strength class, upper body, okay. just to kind of try to tone up. Yeah, I, so I do lift mm-hmm. uh, usually a couple days a week, two to three days a week. I'll go to the gym and do. You know, mostly arms and chest and some back and stuff like that. I don't do much with my legs because I get so much on the on the bike right. and stuff like that. But um, yeah, so I I think about it. I I think about it. I'm curious if if, the, if there's something in the in the in the works uh, as well. But anyway, so there's there's news that they're coming out with that uh, fight camp, which is a boxing thing. I love to I love to hit the heavy bag. I don't yeah. know if I could buy a whole subscription just for boxing. I know it's yeah. great cardio workout, but I don't know. But anyways, they, apparently they're popular though. And they've got backing from like Mike Tyson and Mayweather. Oh, wow. uh, yeah. Yeah. And it, but it's another like, you know, 30, 40 bucks a month prescri- subscription. Yeah. And I'm like, 
I don't know. Yeah, but apparently they they, they may raise a lot of money, and they are back have the backing of some of those big dogs now. So that's going to be interesting how that mixes its way in there, and then um, a couple of other inter- interesting articles around uh, Brand P. Uh, they had a thing about instructor salaries. Uh huh. Ooh, yeah. If you had to guess, what some of their top instructors maybe were making. Mm, are we talking a year? Or are we talking? Uh, yeah, let's. let's do, I, I believe. Yeah, the numbers I have, I believe, are annualized. Yeah, uh, two hundred thousand. Try closer to five hundred plus. Whoa! Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what they're saying here. Like, like one of the one of the instructors, Cody Riggs. He's like, I guess, one of their big ones. Oh yeah, he just bought. I've heard. He of just him. bought like an almost two million dollar house. Wow. Uh, yeah. So, so I guess, you know, it pays to be the big dog, I guess, sometimes in, in that regard. Yeah. Uh, it's so, but it's like, again, it's like, it's kind of going back to the fact that we see that as, you know, it's almost like it's movie star status type yeah. stuff. Yeah, it you is. You know, which is, I, I, you know, but it, it works for them. It works for them. So, I mean, it's, uh, I think, you know, God bless them. I mean, if, I guess if I could do that, if I had that kind of, uh, pull and, and could do that. I guess I would as well, but um, it just it blew my mind. It blew my yeah, mind. Yeah, I I really uh, thought I was guessing high. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I can't yeah. believe it. I'm like, I think I took a wrong career path because yeah. obviously yeah. nursing is not as valued as um, I know that. Yeah. <laughs> I need to get a sponsorship <laughs> deal for. I know. Me too. I, I, we're working on that. Uh, hoping to get the old, uh, uh, you know, sweat sock uh, yes. uh, sponsorship. $20 in all the socks you can wear, Ooh. Meredith. Live I'm the in. dream. That's right. Um, yeah, so it, it, it's really interesting. And uh, two other things in, in the world of connected fitness, uh, both involving sponsorships or, or kind of, like, I would say, I would say guest superstar instructors. Mm-hmm. Uh, the iFit group is now signed Michael Phelps. To oh. do some instructing, yeah. I don't know swimming? how. They, I mean, I don't. I don't know if he's doing swimming or what, but he's gonna be like a. Maybe it's just about. Maybe it's like a motivational talk or something. But they've signed him for something. I'm so sure I he can lift weights Michael and do Phelps. other things. He's a physically yeah. fit person. So you know, funny fun fact about Michael Phelps when he was at the the peak of his training. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many calories he would eat a day? It was like eleven thousand or something insane. I think it was thirty thousand. Oh my crazy. gosh! It was a, it was a lot. Maybe I you know I, I'm really pulling from this the archives. So your my memories. He was eating five hundred thousand calories. Man. <laughs> I'm so, doing the I, price is right answer. I'm, I'm going I think under, but you not might be over. right with eleven. Even eleven, that's like four times. It was a lot. Value. Yeah. It was a and lot. Maybe that was each um, meal. So maybe it was thirty thousand a day. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, it was yeah. a ton though. Just yeah. amazing to me that you burn that. Don't I mean, get your like, facts here. Google it. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. This, <laughs> yeah. this this is not real news, guys. Just Do so not you know. At us. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I don't want to get canceled. Um, so, and then one other one that the again Peloton's having is Usain Bolt, the sprinter. Uh huh. Yeah. So they're actually having. I think the ride's coming up where he's going to be live, and you can ride against him. And see, when you first told me this, I yeah. thought you. And what did you say? Oh, you could run against him, right? Yeah, I thought <laughs> I said you, were you gonna, could yeah. race. I said you could race him. Yeah, yeah. And so I and Sheldon's like, and I think I could beat him. And I'm going, I, I mean, I know you used to run, buddy, but I don't 
I don't think you can beat him. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 certainly not on the way. No, no, but this is on the bike. On the yeah, bike, you, you can, can race beat him anyone. On the bike. Yeah. No, that is I not I believe true. in you. But, okay, so my my logic here mm-hmm. is that, look, yeah, he's obviously going to be in fantastic shape. But he's a sprinter. Yeah. Now, yeah. if it's a 20-second ride, okay, he's probably going to win. But if it's a 30-minute ride, he's not built for slow twitch muscle, right? He is Got a sprinter. Mm-hmm. He's a sprinter. And so I don't think he's going to have that long-term power. And he also, I also outweigh him by a fair bit. So I'm going to have, from the watts per kilogram perspective, he's going to have to crank to, to you know, he'll be kind of in that low professional cycler territory mm-hmm. if, if, to get the same wattage as I'm at. So I think I got to crack at it if I, I were to race him. I want nothing more than to see this to race. To see me beat a say Bolt. Like- maybe I'd, I'd maybe put more money on like a Power Phil or, or, or Matthew <laughs> like uh, at peace, right? Yeah. I'd let them, they, I'd let them probably take the, the, oh. the, the gauntlet, uh-huh. but I think I'd give him a run for his money. Yeah. Uh, you know, just on the, just, I'd say 30 minutes bike, you know, using the the same calibration of a bike, not nothing nothing finagled there. Right. I think I don't know. I, I could be totally wrong. I mean, he's look, he's an athlete. He's he's still gonna be in great shape, but he's slow twitch, and I outweigh him by a fair bit. I just, so I this, gotta feel like, I don't know. This is it's like me. when Shark Week had <laughs> Michael Phelps think- swim against the Great White or whatever. <laughs> So I'm totally like people are now listening to this podcast going like Sheldon, you, Sheldon, you friggin' idiot. There's no way you can beat my I'm like I'm just saying Bolt, if you're listening, Sheldon yeah, has thrown down I'm the challenge. Just, I'm an engineer. I'm an engineer by background. And I'm looking at the physics of this. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking like he's not a cyclist. He is a sprinter. He runs really fantastically, like rather than anyone in the whole entire world for 10, 20 seconds. I just think it's a different kind of thing. So hey, I, I don't know. I, listeners, I'm, I'm write not... in at bike yeah, that goes nowhere at gmail.com yeah. and tell yeah. us what you think. Is Sheldon got yeah. this or should he yeah. um, eat some humble pie? Let us know. I he probably, I, I mean, I would happily eat the humble pie if I was wrong. But, I, <laughs> but you don't I would, think uh, you are. <laughs> <laughs> it may give me a little more weight to beat him in the, in the oh. long run. <laughs> Oh Anyways, yeah. So, def- yeah, d- guys, def- definitely post about this. I- I'm curious as to what you think. Just yeah. think of the logic. Just think of the logic. Because Matt, remember what matters in the bike. Some you know, weight matters. You can yeah. drive that power. Weight matters. I got it him does. by. I got him by. You know, probably forty pounds. You know, you that's go. what I'm guessing. I don't know, and I'm not. I'm not too shabby myself with no, the power out. So you are. I think incredible. it could be an interesting race. I think yeah. it could be an interesting race. Uh, but anyways, we're never going to see it. So let's move on. Um, <laughs> uh, echelon news. I was going to say, can we talk about the brand that I love? I, I know. Not I know. the one you're Sorry, like, I, I got out of the same bolt. There. I got out of the same bolt. Just the whole yes, concept of it. You know, know, it's like, you know. It's it, incredible. It's, it's, it'd be fun. So I, what do I think you think? Echelon would be fun to do. What about you and Pitbull? What do you think about that? Because that's who we that's, got. So you're going to race him on the bike? this a battle? <laughs> is this a rap battle or is this a bike battle? It's it's a it's a dance rap. A dance battle. rap. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, all right. It's Zumba. Ooh, oh yeah. That's that's a Achilles heel for me, Meredith. I don't Zumba, you know this. Um <laughs> now 
Pipple's going to kick my ass on rapping and probably dancing as well. I'm not a bad dancer, but yeah, he's a Pipple. You know, he's Pipple. Yeah. He's got he's the Mr. He's Worldwide. Got, he's got the him and Jenny Valdez uh, running mm-hmm. as well. So, uh, you know, in the, in the you know i think i think they got us on that one check but out some pitbull echelon, rides yeah yes. absolutely absolutely pitbull i fantastic that the echelon has signed on with this with this yeah. major artist you know uh this is a great i hope we see more of these music collaborations i mm-hmm. think um you know we've talked about it and i in, in the episode it was mentioned you know yeah there were some collaborations come up obviously couldn't say anything now that right. this one is public obviously it, it's out and it's, it was pitbull fantastic grab um he's also i this is a little i was trying to listen i read the article it says he's made an investment in echelon oh I, now i don't know what that means yeah. um you know they didn't really elaborate as to what the the investment type was um, but it sounds like he may have some ownership stake, which, you know, I think we're maybe seeing an, a, a custom anthem from him. There's oh. some things coming. There's Pitbull related. Pit, Pitbull hey, related. He's a brand. And he is he's, a brand. You know, I think he's he's been good at building up his brand and his business and everything. So I think that's a good partnership to have. And the rides yeah, are definitely. fun. Oh my yeah. goodness. I've done uh, yeah. Jama's and Nicole's and Reed's and I'm going to do Jenny's cause I just, I can't wait, but um, they had about five up. And then the next time I looked, they had 10 or, or more up. So mm, they keep wow. adding new ones and Jeez. it they're filmed in, in, I think the new studio that they did just for filming. And so okay. there's lots of light effects and it's more like a party atmosphere. Um, so it's, it's, you know, they're not live, they're, they're recorded, but yeah. they are fabulous. Um, cool. Lots of fun. I need so, to check some of those out Yeah. There. Love a little music collaboration, as they yeah. say, Meredith. The other thing yeah. I'm doing is the, um, they have the Wonder Woman uh, oh, yeah. 5K or 10K, and they've got a, a training plan. Um so you can Who's it's on the fit it? pass so on fit pass okay. it, it's on fit pass because i spent a week or two looking for it and not realizing it was already out because i was looking on the stride um oh. and it's on the fit pass because this is a oh, partnership okay. with like one of those virtual run places gotcha yeah. and so people who want to do this virtual run can also take the echelon training um okay so they get a month or 30 days of free fit pass with their registration oh well, that's cool so if you have any friends who like to run who aren't echelon members and you want oh. to run with them and do this because you can you don't have to have the stride i do not gotcha. have a stride um you can run outside and then as long as you um post a picture in your um you know that you did it um by december 21st you get entered to win uh echelon stride and danny oh, really cool is leading the 10K training and Sam okay. is leading the 5K training. They're both excellent. I've taken their regular stride rides um, out outdoors. Yeah. I and, forgot uh, about the I forgot about winning the stride thing. Yeah. I was on the fence about doing this. We talked about this earlier. Yeah. Like I, you know, a Wonder Woman ride doesn't really appeal to me in terms of, you know, it's I don't really need the Wonder Woman medal for anything. Yeah, that's not my thing. But I wouldn't but mind winning a stride. A free stride. Free stride. That you could give stride. to Wonder Willis, your very good friend. I could. I could. You won't. 
I, we'll see. I don't. My wife we'll may, may, may say no more, Sheldon. Yeah. No more. <laughs> but I'm, I'm excited to... about it, and and they're yeah. both. They've I've done week week one, day one, yeah. yesterday on both, um, and they, you know. We're really good about cueing if you're outside because obviously you can't turn up your resistance to a right. certain or your incline or whatever. So they kind of give you, you know, six out of ten, you know, effort okay. zones. Sure, sure. So, good. you know, it, it really is catered to treadmill and you can do it on any treadmill you want. So, That's yeah. Fun. yeah. Very cool. All right. I might be in. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see, Meredith. We will. Uh, fun story, fun mm-hmm. story. Well, I, mean, actually, I don't know how fun this is, um, mm. but it, this may be a, a reason to to sell more connected fitness equipment. So okay. Seoul, South Korea has banned in gyms, they've banned speedy songs, fast songs, because they want to reduce sweating so it doesn't spread COVID. Oh. So they they ban fast music in their gyms. Maybe if you're not going to let people sweat in gyms, maybe close the gym. Yeah, that Ooh. might be. I guess this is one way of is getting this around like that. A foot loose situation, and we need to send Kevin Bacon over to like, oh, get the fast like, music back. <laughs> maybe to bring back the music. <laughs> no, but I just, if I couldn't sweat. I know. And it's like, I'm going to the gym to what? Yeah. Oh, my, mm, my so, bike I mean, has I, been so to covered me, in sweat. I, I hear business opportunity echelon. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Get sweat your, your butts in the South Korea yeah. and start selling this home equipment. Because and then we can get some K-pop gym, rides. Sure. Lots, lots of people. I like K-pop. popcorn. So I'm, I'm, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> Jiffy pop rides. Jiffy pop. I'm in. <laughs> I already do those, Meredith. Oh, I do Jiffy Pop rides. I don't think it's <laughs> no, the same. but um, no. Anyways, I, I just found that story fascinating, and uh, I think uh, I'm lucky that we have these things at our house, right? Yes, we are very lucky. Yes. Yeah, so, so let's 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 wrap up with a with a few shout outs, Meredith. Okay. What do you got on your list? So I wanted to shout out Chris and Stephanie Barone, husband okay. and wife. Um, great fantastic writers, members of the community. And he hit his 400th ride and she hit her 500th ride and they planned it. So they wrote it together. Um, and so I just, I thought that was really cool. I, I, yeah. I love it. Um, when couples are working out, um, I think we need to do a whole podcast episode on couples yeah. and, you know, I think get we, Brian we, and we, Amy we, I on. Think, yeah. yeah, I think that's happening. I think we've yeah. talked about that. Yeah. So um, I, I just, that just made me so happy, yeah. <laughs> you know, and yeah, I don't even know one. them that well. I just know that they're fantastic um, yeah. encouragers. And I just thought that was so cool that they did that together. And then just a leaderboard name that I love is okay. Espresso Until Prosecco. And I just adore it. Every time I see it, it makes me so happy. That is funny. Espresso and Prosecco. No. Hey, yeah. Oh. No, until. So, you know, she's she's very, exactly. um, you know. Uh, she's got There's a proper her, order. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah. How about you? Nothing. Um, I didn't really have any names to shout out. I just, but I want to give Eden a shout out. I had a, oh, yeah. I don't get to ride with her that often because it's the, the timing of the, mm-hmm. the, during the day and stuff. And, but I saw a 4 PM slot and, uh, I said, well, I got to get on that. And so I hauled myself upstairs, hopped on the ride. 
I just forget how, how much I love to ride with Eden. I mean, she just brings a great energy and I had a great ride. I enjoyed mm-hmm. myself. And, you know, you know, just, I set my pace. I wanted to keep my, I, my heart rate at one place. I set it there, set my resistance and just dialed it in. And that's what I wanted for the ride. I didn't want to do anything else but that. And yeah. she was just there leading the way and keeping energetic and, and, and loving the ride. So shout out yeah. to my, my buddy Eden. She's, she's always fantastic. Yeah, she is. Well, with this, Meredith, we have once again said it all. With exception of a couple of things. Mm-hmm. First of all, Meredith, yeah. I want a chocolate sandwich. <laughs> Can I have a chocolate sandwich? Will you make me a chocolate sandwich? Jame is in charge of the chocolate sandwiches. I'm afraid I oh. couldn't do it justice. It's probably true. You'll have to go so to Chattanooga, I, not I probably our door. Wouldn't, I wouldn't like your chocolate sandwich. <gasps> Rude. No. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, Meredith, as I always like to say to you, bye-bye. 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 And thank you all for joining us on the Super Excellent Not Too Serious Bike That Goes Nowhere podcast. Well, it's pretty clear to me. The whole world takes itself too seriously. Take a ride with Shelly Mare on a bike that goes nowhere. If it's pretty clear to you, won't you be less serious too? Take a ride with Shell and Mare on a bike that goes nowhere.